When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. This is Harrison Wynn from the DNVR Nuggets podcast. You're listening to a special player preview episode of the DNBA show. There will be several more of these player-specific mini episodes appearing in your podcast feed over the next week. You can also watch these episodes if you want on the DNVR YouTube channel. Enjoy. All right, fellas, let's talk about the one, the only, Michael Porter Jr., Michael Ponder Jr., Michael Podcast Jr., mm. a man of many talents. Do you have any more for us, Vote? Michael Player Jr., mm. Michael, Michael. Ch- Michael Champion Jr., Michael Ooh. Winner Jr. Hey, that he is a winner now. Guys, Michael Porter Jr., um, one of the coolest stories of last season was Michael Porter Jr. buying into his role becoming a better defender and really just having an all around awesome season uh, that culminated in him being a huge part in the Nuggets championship run. And with that, let's jump right into our big question with Michael Porter Jr. How can Michael Porter Jr. get better while staying in his role? Dev, I'll go to you first. So, uh, vote. have you ever seen The Mac? Of course you haven't. It's a 1973 uh, black exploitation uh-huh. um, about a guy <laughs> named Goaty that had it all. I haven't. And then it just kind of got taken away from him. Mm. And the, the rest of the movie is him trying to get back into the swing of things. Mm. He came back smoother because he's a pimp. He came back mm. smoother um, and just better than ever. And I just think that that's what we're going to see with Michael Porter Jr. Um, looking back at last year, um, you just forget about how much he bought in, how good he truly was just because of how he played. Um, in in the playoffs, in the finals um, in particular. And he still was a big part of the reason why they got there and won the championship, just his gravity um, and and playing the way that he did, especially on the defensive end. He had a really good year, and we forget to think about that. Yeah, he really just deserves so much credit for the buy-in last year. Yeah, and I think he can even improve without necessarily changing what he does on the floor. My big, you know, in terms of his role, my big thing is discipline in his footwork. I think Porter mm. is such a talented shooter that he's almost is too undisciplined sometimes and just trusting himself. And I just think in terms of the way he attacks screens, the angles, how he comes off, how he sets his feet, he can make things even easier for himself and even harder for the opposition. So relocating, but particularly his footwork within that. And then real quick, fellas, 5.5 rebounds last year. That in the playoffs, he was great in that regard. That was the lowest number since 2019 for him. So is that something that if he's feeling healthier, he can provide consistently in the regular season? Yeah, I think that's a great point. He upped that to eight rebounds per game in the playoffs last season. And for me, that is a big part of how 
he can get better while staying in his role on the defensive end. Mm. For for me, a lot of it is on the defensive end because I almost feel like he's mastered in a way how to fit in next to Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic and Aaron Gordon and KCP as an offensive player. Now, I think he can de- get, definitely get better in the ways you were talking about, his footwork, just kind of his fundamentals, ball handling. Of course. I think it is, is a big one, too. But when I think about MPJ getting better in his role, for me, it's defense. And he took a huge step defensively for last sure year. Did. I mean, we rarely thought about in the playoffs, oh, what's Michael Porter Jr. Def- doing defensively? He did not get targeted like we thought he might like he did in past playoffs. He's overcome that, it feels like. And now I wonder if throughout the regular season, just how much we're even going to talk about him being a liability defensively. I almost feel like that's not going to be a storyline at all. And that not being a storyline would be massive. Yeah, the big thing about those type of storylines and, you know, a huge question in coming to the year is what does he have to work on a bit more? Because he's he's answered the calling for the things that everyone was asking. Yep. Can he play alongside Jamal Murray and Jokic? Um, can he have a, a off night shooting and still be able to contribute in different ways? Can he not get attacked on defensively and have so many defensive lapses? And he did those t- things to where we're now questioning if he can shoot the basketball. <laughs> those are like, that's a great thing to think about. Like the next thing is just, can he, you know, improve on his ball handling? And that's something that they said um, would have like that he's been working on. Um, but if you're like not noticing how bad he is defensively or, you know, the things he has to work on defensively. That means that he has answered the biggest question that he had coming into it, um, you know, minus the, the, the injuries that he had going into it. And that means that he's just upped his game and upped his level and his intensity um, and just being able to just stay locked in and into the moment. And if you're looking at boxes for him to check on that end, I think this year it's simply take it out of Malone's hands. Force the issue where you have to be on the floor to close the game. We know Christian Brown is a good alternative. But what if Porter gets to a place where that's just not a conversation? I think mm-hmm. that's the next box for him to check. Well, let's get to um, over under. Let's play a little game over under here with Michael Porter Jr. Dev, over under 42% from three. Is Michael Porter Jr. going to shoot over that or under that this coming season? Last year, he shot 41.4%. So right under that mark. Over. This is an easy over. Didn't they say he, I mean, like he shot like 70% or something like that in high school? Yeah, they were lying. <laughs> but at least he has that in his mindset yeah. that he could get there. Yeah. Um, I think that at 42%, yeah, we I think seen, he did say that before. <laughs> he did, he did, yeah. I, I, this is I a mean, bold lie. <laughs> I Googled it the immediately. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, really, the, the big thing about it is can he have – you know, those huge nights where he's putting up, you know, eight threes, seven threes. Yeah. And we can see him get there, but he was not on the floor for a lot of them. He's turning down shots. He's trying to prove that um, he can, you know, not only shoot the basketball, he's playing defense. And now I think that he's just going to know, okay, let it fly. Um, he's going to have spacing. Um, I think that Jokic takes a step offensively. I think that Jamal takes a, a step with, you know, getting guys open and finding his guys. So mm-hmm. I did think that this is the year that you're going to see some monster Michael Porter Jr. games, and that's going to be from the three-point line. So I think that this is going to be over. I think he shoots around 48% this year. Wow. Oh, I would love that. It's a well, big number. Just for his career, Dev, already, he's basically at 42%, just under, and that includes the nine games he played in 21-22 when he was injured and he shot 20% from three, so a little bit of an anchor there, small sample size. The only reason it wouldn't is because maybe just his attempts go up, the volume goes up, right? And it's and he's finding those naturally within the flow of the game. 
Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, they look very eager to pass so far in the preseason. But I think that this is the year where Porter puts it all together again, much like he did in 2020, that 19-point-per-game season where he shot just under 45%, similar volume to last season. I think he can do it again, and I'm hopeful it's this season. I'm going to go over as well. When you look back at the shooting slumps Michael Porter Jr. has had over his career, most of them come when he's hurt. Correct. Like injury is really the only reason why this guy misses from three. Even if you go back last year, you look at all the little slumps he had. He was playing through injuries for most of them. And then you've got the finals, really his only prolonged bad shooting slump of the playoffs. So I think he's going to go over to the open shots that he got last year. He's going to get the same looks. Yep. They might even be more open, which is how much Jamal Murray is going to bend the defense in the regular season this year compared to last year. I'm definitely going over like this guy's an absolute laser and I think he's going over 42% from three. Let's get to some bold predictions for Michael Porter jr. Let's get bold guys. Dev, go ahead. I think when you look at uh, Michael Porter jr. The big thing about him is just checking off boxes. And the one thing that you could think about him not doing well last year was in the playoffs. I think this year he's going to have his best playoffs and it's going to be by a huge margin. I think that he's going to have a couple 30-point games um, in it and win a couple of games by himself mm-hmm. where it just ends the game. Um, so I think that he's going to up his game um, in such levels offensively in the playoffs um, that he gets some uh, finals MVP votes. Whoa! I know. I noticed how you didn't want to make that your main bold prediction. Yeah, that's <laughs> like an aside. Do I have a, a vote in this pepper, uh, yeah. thing too? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's that's crazy. Dude, it's I love it's to funny hear. when we think about him back to the playoffs because he had a, an awful shooting performance in the finals, but he shot the ball really well through the first three rounds. He did. I think he was up near forty percent in the first three rounds of the playoffs, and then his finals kind of slump that he was in weighed his percentage down to just 35% throughout the postseason last year. But he shot the ball well throughout most of it. And he did a lot of things well. And I think it's just something he can build on to Dev's point, you know, final jitters out of the way. And he knows what productive winning basketball looks like, whether his shot's falling or not. So I think he gets back to the playoffs. Everything's a little slower. Everything's a little calmer. And in addition to the defense and rebounding, he'll shoot the lights out. What's your bull prediction? All right, I talked about him putting it all together like that 2020-21 season, 19 points per game that year. I think this is the year that Porter gets to 20 or more. And Mm. I think Jamal Murray is, at least so far in the preseason, coming off of the finals in his playmaking bag. Aaron Gordon looks particularly inspired by the ball movement that Jamal and Jokic have been bringing to the table. So if those guys are past first mode, you almost don't need KCP and Mike to ever pass the ball. Shoot every time you touch it. So I think Mike's got a chance to, without changing his role, finally crack 20. It's bold, but I'm saying it's this year. So I'm going to ask you for another bold prediction on top of that. Okay. How many Nuggets players are averaging over 20 if Michael Porter is it, you, o- over 20 as well? You would get three, I think. Three. But three. I do think, but I think, you know, maybe Murray and Porter are both kind of at 20. It's mm-hmm. not, no, I mean, we know, no matter what happens, Jokic's scoring is not going to drop too much. If oh, anything, yeah. it's probably going up somehow. So. Yeah. I like those. My bold prediction is Michael Porter Jr. wins the three-point contest Mm. at All-Star Weekend. Do you guys remember last year (laughs) when the Nuggets had one All-Star participant in every event or just out of every event at All-Star Weekend? It was just 
the last pick in the draft, Nicole Jokic. <laughs> sure do. That was it. <laughs> that aged well. They said KCP didn't have enough three-point attempts per game. He didn't shoot a high enough volume of threes to get in. He wasn't a bricker. That was the real criteria <laughs> for that year. Didn't miss enough for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he was too good of a shooter, actually. He was too efficient of a three-point shooter. I think the Nuggets get somebody into this competition, and I think it's Michael Porter Jr., and I think he wins it. I mean, he feels like he's tailor-made for a three-point contest. He either sets the record or he gets, like, seven. Ugh. You know what I it's mean? It's the record. And, and a nugget record. is never invited back. Yep. Yeah. Let's call it the Will Barton. <laughs> <laughs> that was the slam dunk contest. Oh, man. Guys, could be a big year for Michael Porter Jr. Could be uh, winning a three-point contest. Could be getting some finals MVP votes. Wow, what a timeline. That is hot. Let's see what happens. Scorching hot take. Y'all silly like the mayor. 